0: Hello and welcome back to Home Impressions, a podcast where we ask our guests to tell us five encounters with people, objects or ideas that have had a lasting impact on their practice and have shaped the artists we see today. Today, I'm here with illustrator and educator Olivia Twist. She's from East London. The key threads which can be found in her work are place, the Mundane and Overlooked Narratives. Her striking visual language comprises of a myriad of esoteric layers informed by a propensity for human-centred research methodologies. As a practitioner, her aims are to provide her audience with the shock of the familiar and to trigger greater intergenerational discussion. She has a strong interest in participatory design, relational aesthetics and documenting social history as it unfolds. Olivia's work can be found in the permanent collection of Museum of London. She has designed a special edition Air Max 95 sneaker for Nike. Her practice spans artist residencies both here in the UK and abroad, advertising campaigns for the Royal Court Theatre, workshops for Tate, editorial illustrations for Penguin, and murals for local youth clubs.
1: Hi, Olivia. Uh, um, You've done well with that. Thank you (laughs) so much. There was a lot of reading there. I try to be as eloquent as
0: possible for the podcast and our audiences. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. How are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm really happy to be here with you today. When you were reading and um, you said East London, what (laughs) I remembered was when you sent me that picture of chicken wings on the bus seat <laughs> Hot wings i mean it looked like the 25 bus or something it's,
0: you know i mean i'm i'm a south londoner <laughs> and i have very strong views uh, about east london and Olivia's an east londoner and has very strong views about south london but somehow we make it work
1: i feel like most times we meet up, we're in East London as well, you know?
0: Yeah, I know, no, I just be, I, I be, you know, I don't even want my jacket to touch the seat too tough. You know, I've be holding, I've be holding everything, clutching everything. That's mad, I wear my that's run-down sweet. trainers to that's make sure sweet. it's not done. That's mad. That's I'm not... joking, I'm joking. Not.
1: <laughs> you know, everything you've said, that's how I feel when I go to your bits too. Okay. Well, you, but Sincerally. South London's the
0: place to be. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm
1: grimacing. You're grimacing?
0: (laughs) Not grimacing. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm really excited to hear more about your practice. I think, you know, your, your work is so striking. You know when you see an Olivia Twist piece and I think it would be really interesting to understand sort of the... Obviously, the five impressions that have shaped the artists that we see today, but here's some of the nuances and how all of those things thread together. Mm. Um, you know, there's a real familiar feel about your work, there's a warmth that people can relate to, and I think that speaks to you the shock of the familiar and making mm. the mundane known. And I want to start with your first impression, because I really want to hear more about this. And I mean, we're friends, so I know you on a personal level, so this particular impression is interesting because i know your relationship with your grandparents is really mm, special to mm, you mm, mm. so tell me more about the spare room in your grandparents
1: house mm, okay cool so um that spare room is kind of where i grew up so like um where like when i was born me and my mom that's where we were staying and i'd have this kind of like early childhood memory you know when you're not sure if it's a memory or you dreamed it or it's (laughs) something you wanted but um, basically I remember being in that room I remember the wallpaper all of that yeah but I was also in the cots, you get me? And I remember that I was crying, but my mum was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then my granddad came to, you know, pick up the baby and mm-hmm. do them bits. And I always was not sure if it's dream or mm-hmm. what it is. But then, yeah, I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I actually think that was early childhood memory because I was talking to my gran mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago and she's the queen of stories. And she was telling us when she had early childhood memory at mm-hmm. age of two, she was recounting things that people thought, like, how would you know? How would you know? So... Yeah, that room is special to me. So I guess like when my mum got her flat and we moved kind of like down the road, um, that room had just become now like a storage room. Um, and the thing that I love about that room is that the wallpaper—I don't think it has changed like since the eighties. To be honest, do you, I what you mean? describe
0: the wallpaper to us?
1: The wallpaper. So, you know them rooms where... You remember back in the day, like, you do your wallpaper and it was half, then a border, then half. That was something else. Yeah, Yeah, those kind of ones. So, the top is, like, beige, little patterned texture, something. You know, Mm -hmm. those kind of A-T-shirt patterns. Then Mm -hmm. there's a border that's quite geometric. You know, is it... who? What is that designer? Them fashion brands that have that kind of... Is it Versace? Them kind of heavy... I don't know. You, but don't, you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I about. don't know. I don't know who the person is myself. And then the bottom was like wood print. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wood print wallpaper. And then, you know, the traditional Caribbean carpet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from that book, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Front, um, front room. Yeah. So that, and then, you know, it had this little light, the shade, you know, and the shade is like fabric, a bit like felt. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it complemented the curtains. So, yeah, that's the room. That's the room. And. Yeah. You talk about
0: having early childhood memories in there, and I actually think that that is definitely a real memory. Like, I feel like I have memories from being mm-hmm. really, really young. Um, what are some of the fonder memories that you have in that space, and how do you think that space relates to your practice today?
1: Mm. I guess with that space, like, over the years, it's been many things. At the moment, it's like um, storage. It's got... How do you call these things? You know when you're going back home and you have them large green canisters? Yes. Barrels. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. yes, yes that you moment, used to ship back yeah. home. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. moment, it's like barrels mm-hmm. and stuff. But like back in the day, it used to be like um, somewhere me and my cousin and my uncle would play Sega. You know? so, Are you good at Sega games?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: so, yeah okay, you yeah. can run that. We can do, we can do. Um, and that's the console that they had, James Bond, Goldfinger. Okay. Is that the one I'm asking you? Just to I confirm. I actually don't
0: know. You know, I never had a Sega console. Okay. I never had it. Someone asked me this yesterday. I never had any games consoles because my mum was strictly about education, so all oh, my yeah, games were yeah, educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Because, yeah, it it was some old console, those kind of stuff. We used to play Lara Croft and mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff. So, like, that's some of the memories in the room. And basically, like, you know when you're playing, like, with your uncle? My uncle was someone that, you know, some people, they'll go easy on the kids and let mm-hmm. the kids win. My uncle didn't let us win. <laughs> so that's something I remember there. Um, it also used to be somewhere, like, you know when you're just a bit, Maybe you're in your grandparents' house and you're a bit bored and you just start going in there and start rummaging, Mm -hmm. looking around, seeing all of these odd things. Um, Maybe, like, last summer, my mum and my brothers and me, we went to kind of declutter the place. Mm -hmm. And then there, like, we found my uncle's old vinyls. So now, basically, I just got bare vinyls from there. What kind of music? We've got, like... I got Prince. I got classic, classic ones there. I've got Soul to Soul... Um arrange, arrange. I've got some of the like African American artists mm-hmm. as well, like the young R and mm-hmm. um, all of that. So that was nice. And also, you know like some of those really like weird ones, like Oh, what's this guy's name? I don't want to be rude, actually. No, let me, not, let, me not, let me, not say. Let me not say. But yeah, you know, like yeah, some of the, the more corny ones. The yeah, more corny ones. Yeah, I've got... The I've cheesy. Got, yeah, more cheesy. Yeah, the more cheesy. I got some of them as well. But you know, you just keep it just for sentimental and yeah, stuff sentiment like that. Yeah, sentimental value and enjoyment. Yeah, My dad yeah. had...
0: Um, And Enrique Iglesias um, um, CD, that was his cheesy bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So you
1: need a little bit of that. Exactly. And then also, I think um, one thing that was exciting there, like I got like a little bit of Whitney Houston, a bit of Mm. Gabrielle, Mm. like different different bits, you know, so a good collection. And I guess like having all of that, like those are the musics that you think about like, oh, this is what our mums were dancing to and Mm. enjoying and all of that. So yeah, that's cool. And I think that element, when I look
0: at your work and often where people are situated, it looks like a home setting Mm. or or somewhere they're comfortable and relaxed. Is that, I'm guessing, I believe that's intentional, but Mm. I'd like to understand why that is infused in your work.
1: Mm -mm -mm. I think um, for me, like the, basically when it comes to drawing I've had this thing which I'm like kind of like I moved through and then I'm kind of back there basically with drawing it I like to draw people I know Mm do you get what I mean like I find it hard to like just get like people that maybe they have interesting face but I love to draw people like there's relationship with Mm -hmm. so through my work like many of my muses they are my family you know what mm. I mean I'll be going like, in that spare room um, there's like family photo albums when I was young i bored I'll go and rummage and look in there go and ask my auntie oh who is this No, like seeing pictures of like my uncle on the underground wearing you know these kind of aviator sunglasses and the underground had like wooden floor you know them mm-hmm. times like mm-hmm. seeing all of that kind of stuff like seeing your mum in school uniform all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff I love that um so I think yeah my grandparents home is often a backdrop in my fam- in my like, artwork and then also like in yeah, my family home is also like an inspiration in the artwork as well. Just certain small things um, and I guess the feeling that I get in that house, I want to bring that out in the work, you know. And what is that feeling? The feeling is like peace, I would say. The feeling is comfort um, you know like it's confidence as well do you get what mm. I mean you know where you're like somewhere and like you're loved everybody's rooting for you there's like encouragement all of that kind of stuff um, so yeah, there's some yeah other I think what's
0: also, also like when you talk about comfort and confidence I also think about the way you navigate your home I think if you're in particularly a council flat because that's mm. kind of all I know really mm. you just know that how to navigate your house like the back of your hand mm. you know how, what point you need to turn, you know, when it's dark, mm. how to navigate. You don't need to like have the light on, you just mm. know how to get around your little flat. And I think, yeah, that familiarity and the com- the comfort of your subjects really translates through your work. Um, and as you're talking about looking through your family, I guess, archives mm. in a sense, mm what triggered that interest? Is that something you've always been interested in? Is it that you were inquisitive? Hmm.
1: I don't know, you know. I think it's something that I've always been interested in. I always find myself gravitating towards things like that. I don't know if it's also because, like, as I told you, I grew up with my grandparents a lot, and my grand tells stories, stories, mm. stories, stories, stories. And then, you know, like, this is how, like... You know, like, small visuals that bring further elements to life. Um, and then also, I think for so many people, it, like, when you go to your grandparents' home, it is like a little, like, gallery, isn't it? You've got, mm. like photos of oh my mum's first holy communion my uncle's um first school picture pictures of my brothers pictures at weddings like all of these pictures 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 of different family members some of them are not still here but like that kind of are like wow like I'm really interested in people their stories faces all of that yeah
0: and I guess that kind of ties into our next impression mm-hmm. but before we get there i just want to i don't know if there's any some of the stories or a story you might want to share that your grandma will tell mm, you that okay you,
1: that you remember yeah, um, yeah, yeah and
0: then we can i guess it slowly takes us into your next um impression
1: cool, cool. so yeah every every week i visit her she, she'll tell me free so um <laughs> some of the standout ones is that um her and her siblings. So in we're from Saint Lucia mm. and we're from um when You translate the um, title, my patois pad. So, this is really, you won't shame yeah, me yeah. <laughs> about I'm about translating you. to English, yeah. Our um, village is called the Valley of the Free People. We're at, oh, nice. yeah, we're at the base of the Pitons, um, and we're like a descendant of the Maroons. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, when I go back there, it's amazing, like proper like, countryside, all of that, quite untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll tell stories of her and her siblings going down to the beach, catching crabs. Mm-hmm. Um killing the crab, making a little um barbecue mm-hmm. and then yeah, like you know, cooking the crab and then to season the crab they used to put it back in the sea and get the salt water. Ooh. Yeah, just to get the salt. Yeah. And then they put it back on their little makeshift grill barbecue thing. Um and I was like, Wow, like that's amazing. This is what somebody was doing when they were twelve. <laughs> imagine, imagine really yeah. learning chefing it off. Yeah, that's so yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I guess Your love for stories Mm -hmm. um, connects to this next impression. Mm -hmm. Um, You have S.I. Martin Down, who's a British author, historian, journalist, and teacher specialising in black history and and literature. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you speak more about
1: why him, Mm -hmm. his influence on your practice? Mm -hmm. Um, When I finished my BA, um, Autograph ABP, now, it's just called Autograph, they had like something they were doing. It was like a young people's collective. You know them kind of 18 to 25 kind of vibes? Yeah. And then they were exploring their exhibition, Black Chronicles. Mm. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. Tell me more about it. Um, So in Black Chronicles, there's Black Chronicles 1 and Black Chronicles 2. And they were kind of looking at um, African presence, Asian presence in the uk like back 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 in the days basically Mm -hmm. um and then he came in to give us like some talks and things like that so i guess this is linking with like what i was telling you about okay i like family photos i like archives i like to see like blackness Mm -hmm. across the times Mm -hmm. yeah so si martin came in and he gave us a little talk and he was telling us um in lewisham um, there was some, like, prince from Africa who came to study mm-hmm. in Lewisham, like, back, back, Interesting back. Interesting, Lewisham. See, yeah, South Lewisham, yeah. <laughs> wait, don't let me talk. Wait, wait, <laughs> yeah? Um, and then, you know, when you just heard that, I said, wow, as you're saying, just Lewisham. Mm-hmm. Lewisham, where me and my mum will go and do Saturday shopping. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Butcher, we'll go and um, Little MacD's, mm-hmm. all of that, with my auntie. I said, wow, Lewisham. Like So, you know, like, when... That kind of stuff makes history real for you. Yes, exactly. Do you get what I mean? So I was like, I'm really interested in that. Because obviously, like, um, I grew up in Tower Hamlets and we have Tower of London. So much stuff happened there. But I, uh, it doesn't really concern Letting, me. I don't really yeah. care. Uh, uh. But um, yeah, hearing stuff like that, I'm like, wow. Like, so S.I. Martin, when he was giving us that talk, he said, The shock of the familiar. And I said, wow, mm. this is what it is. You know, this is like, that one gave me joy in my soul, like, give me some energy. So I said, wow, like, with my work, I also want to bring about Shock of the Familiar, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would say, like, yeah, this was an impression that has lasted truly for me as well. So I'm really grateful for that. And
0: when I think about the Shock of the Familiar, I think about how you capture friendship and -hmm. how you capture your friends. And I guess it speaks to you... Um, your muses or your subjects being people that you know, what is it about friendship that you enjoy capturing? You know, you might catch um, or draw, put together an image of kids after school getting their young chicken and
1: chips mm-hmm. and whatnot. What is it about those things? I think, me, I really see the value in friendship. It's something that, you know, that I really feel like we have to celebrate. Um, and then, you know, me and my best mate, Fatma, and uh, mm-hmm. like, Fatma's my good sister, mm-hmm. do you get what I mean? That's my good sis. And um, I don't know, I feel like, you know, like, when you come across, like, different, like, articles and stuff like that, and, you know, as a society, like, we champion the romantic more than the platonic, you know, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, baby, that's not it, mm-hmm. that's not it, you know. And then sometimes, like, you know, like, because of this, people are, like, saving, like, you know, like, the really nice elements of yourself or the nice experiences mm. you could be having. People don't have it with their friends. Sometimes they want to have it with their boyfriend, with mm. their girlfriend, with their partner. And it's like, babe, let's now live. Let's mm. enjoy. Let's do you know what I mean. So that kind of fullness in friendship is something that I really cherish in my personal life. And it's something that I want to champion in my work, basically.
0: And do you feel like your friends impact your practice or have contributed to your practice in a way?
1: Mm, 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 Definitely, definitely. Um, I guess back in the day, you know, when I started my kind of like socially engaged bits, Mm -hmm. um, coming and doing interviews with like different people that I don't know them, they don't know me, you know, but coming and building that relationship. Me, I'm a shy babe. When I say it, people don't believe it, but (laughs) deep in my spirit, I'm a little bit shy. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Obviously not so much now, but... Um, mm-hmm. earlier in my career I was shy like um, so when I go and do like my interviews in the market wherever I'm going and friends will come with me to get me to Aww. come for support do you get what I mean mm-hmm. like you know so yeah I'll go with a friend maybe twice on the third time cuckoo, I can go by myself now do you get <laughs> what I mean so that kind of thing so there's been support in that kind of sense even like sitting for people uh, people sitting for me to draw mm-hmm. let me take pictures um coming to gallery research all Mm -hmm. of these type of things like I remember like back in the day there was this nice exhibition in Nottingham there was two galleries in Nottingham NAE and then another one I'm not sure of the title sorry Nottingham Mm -hmm. but yeah I danced more small pilgrimage up to Nottingham friend came with me just to come and see the art Mm -hmm. you get me so yeah friends have been really brilliant in supporting my practice even like you know if I've got like a t shirt, if I've got a shoe, if I've got this, my friends, they have it. They're wearing it. Do you get what yes. I mean? I'm my Olivia
0: tote my Olivia yeah. T shirt.
1: Yeah. And that's I'm grateful for that, you know. I guess like helping you grow. Yeah.
0: And I think about also um the exhibition that you did, um the Black British Girlhood. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and that was could you just speak more about that, actually, because mm-hmm. I think that connects as well to like friendship and community that seems to be very important for you.
1: Mm. So that was 2015. So just finished my BA. And then me and two friends, I guess, like, we got together. And, you know, that was the like season of degree show, it? Yes. the in the Grisio, the Show. Degree show. And I guess, like, uni, and especially level, or year three, it's like, oh, you're working for that degree show, you know, you have to make an impact, na na And, like, we went to the degree shows, and it was cool and stuff, and then I think that kind of gave inspiration, like, oh, do you know what, it would be great if we had an exhibition that, like, tells stories of us, like, stories that feel familiar, that kind of shock of the familiar, all mm-hmm. of that. So together, like, we... Put together an exhibition we had it in hackney i think it was called the center for better mental health um, and it was in the basement and we put out an artist call, um, and like people from across like england were getting back to us and stuff and then we selected maybe like 14 artists mm-hmm. and we exhibited work ourselves also and it was like first time putting up an exhibition like it wasn't something anybody was really experienced in, but we just gave it a go. And then I think we had maybe f- six um, kind of performers, spoken word, whatever mm-hmm. you want to come and do there. And it was a good vibe. Mm-hmm. It was a really good vibe. Um, we had little tickets for the Private View. It sold out very quick. Who um, were some of the artists that you had? We had Adam Ajalo, mm-hmm. We had My Good Sis. Ayo and now basically Ayo has been doing like textiles as well, so that's really cool. Like, she does her own socks, organic dye, all of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. There, yeah, there was like a good range of people. We had Kay Davis, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was cool. It was cool. There was a lot of people there, it was nice, and then. Every day, the gallery was full, the gallery was full, the gallery was full. My auntie came, my best mate came, <laughs> the goddaughter came. Every, everybody was there, and it was nice. People were happy in that space. People felt comfortable. It was very celebratory, do you get know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was like a space for chat, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was just vibes. You know the ones like, if you had nothing to do, you can just come and sit down. and somebody will I talk see. to you. Yeah, it was just nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's so beautiful. I think it's interesting how... Togetherness and coming together has always had a presence in your practice and kind mm. of has like is maybe the thing that weaves everything together mm. um, and you spoke a little bit about some of the social engagement work that you do, and I think you I've seen works that you've done for murals with local communities and bike workshops and stuff that you've done with black horse responders. Mm. Um, could you speak more to that work, specifically Carnes community, mm-hmm. which is your third impression?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, I did a artist residency of Carnes community, and Carnes community is a youth club in Batasi and Carnes uses boxing as, like, one of the primary ways to, like, engage young people, to boost confidence, um, and also cycling, like, bike life is a big thing there at Carnes. So that residency, like i really 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 enjoyed working with them getting to know the young people um and it was like my first residency where i really felt like damn like this is really shaping how i want to move forward um so we like it was one of those ones also you know when like you don't know how to do something but you say yes and Mm -hmm. like we'll figure it out you know Mm -hmm. so we were doing spray painting or like customizing bikes that were donated to the young people by different charities um we were doing like lino printing we were doing like something called carnage come down with me which i think was really brilliant um so in battersea um there's a lot a lot a lot of youth clubs and then maybe i don't know Every month or every few months, they do a come dine with me. So a youth club will host a dinner. And that time, it was Carney's turn. So the young people, they got together, and then we like, OK, what's the menu? and um, the kids, they decided that they wanted to have jerk chicken and rice and peas, a little salad. The dessert was like a brownie with some little raspberry, something, and ice cream. And they cooked it themselves. It was amazing, wow. they cooked it themselves. It was great. Um, with them, we done like placemats, bunting, a-board, invites, whatever was needed to mm-hmm. decorate the space and to bring people into the space. We did it, we designed it together. So that was a really great experience. Um, and with that residency, I guess that we just wanted to kind of tell stories, tell stories that are important to us, to document um, people, to document the every day. We were saying that, like, you know when you do see, like, images or illustration and stuff on the street, oftentimes it's on hoardings mm-hmm. of uh, new developments that are coming. And I was saying that, like, growing up in Boo. And, like, the hoardings that were popping up there was crazy. And when you look at it, you see, like, there's, like, little silhouettes of, like, loads of single people or Mm. couples. And then the couple, they sit on the balcony and they're eating spaghetti on the balcony of the house. And the woman has on a little high heel. And I was just thinking, damn, like, this in (laughs) Bo. Nobody in Bo looks like this. So this (laughs) means it's not for us. You know, that kind of stuff. So... um, In the youth club we wanted just to like document the young people they were taking me to like their favorite places in the estate in the youth club you know we it was kind of like portraits for stories you get me you tell me a story i draw you those types Mm. of things you know and it was a great way to get to know people and also i feel like drawing like i use it as a way to demonstrate worth do you get what Mm. i mean because you know like if you think about it yeah Drawing, you can be taking like two days doing that portrait. You mm-hmm. get I me? Mean? You know, I like to look at it for two days to study the person, um to make sure like, oh, am I doing it with care? Am I doing one at the all of that? It's really worth and care. It's not. It's not just anything can anyone you would draw. Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's really like, a, oh, I see you. I appreciate you. So yeah. And.
0: I think it was really interesting you said, you you know, telling stories to document every day, and I know that's something I've talked about a lot so far, but why do you think it is so important to do that, and especially in the context of the social engagement work that you do?
1: Mm. I think, like, it's just realising that, you know what, life is beautiful, you know, what we're doing is exciting. You know, like, sometimes you can feel like, oh, like, it's not like... I don't know, groundbreaking or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, what you're doing is important, impacting people around you, even if it's one person. So let's begin to document these things, to celebrate these things. And then once we do that, we're kind of enriching social history. We're making it easier for, like, younger people to look back and, like, there's more of an archive there for Mm -hmm. them. Do you know what I mean? Um, Because, you know, like, when you think about stuff, yeah, like, sometimes it's so hard to find, like evidence of some of these stories that we've been told that we talk about and things so it's like oh let's begin to document these bits for ourselves you know.
0: I think what you said is really pertinent especially in the context of black stories in the UK and black histories in the UK and um really being able to connect the dots of our existence in the UK as well and it just gives you that kind of affirmation and like validation that you're standing on the shoulders of other people Mm. no matter how small or big their contributions Mm -hmm. were Mm -hmm. and I think it's a way of like valuing each contribution equally Mm. um, and seeing the importance of things and Mm. um, you straddle a lot of like commercial and social engagement work Mm. and It would be nice to understand i guess what does social engagement work do for you what do you yeah speak Mm. to speak more on that Mm -hmm. and why it's so important to your practice Mm
1: -hmm. i feel like when i was at the rca we did this unit and it was kind of like um it was like a project and we were like telling stories of like this local area and obviously like when I went there I was one of the few students who is originally from London. Um, and the area that we went to was literally the area that was behind my grand's house. Like mm. and my mum and my aunties and my uncles they used to play there when they're young. Mm. Um, it's like Robin Hood Gardens. Have you heard of it? It's, yeah. Where is it? Um like Poplar is it's, like, knocked down and it's been, like, made into new buildings and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But we went to that area and then we were documenting and, like, you know, finding stories, this, this, this. And I was thinking, damn, this is my area. This is my ends. This is my mm-hmm. area. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if people are going to tell stories of this area, I want it to be us that are mm-hmm. telling the stories. So I think, like, with the social engagement work here, I only do work with communities that I, like, have... Good mm-hmm. strong connection to to get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and did you? What was your question? No, it
0: was okay. looking at how social, like why social engagement is so imp- important to your practice. And I think even you talked about how doing that particular residency shaped how you you mm. wanted to move forward. Mm. And I guess that's it's interesting because I think often artists are sort of forced in one direction. You have to take a t- super commercial route, or mm. you teach, or mm. you do um social engagement work mm. and i think it's really interesting how you found the balance with mm. sort of the different sectors in mm. which you can work in um and still retain the importance of doing social engagement work i think the
1: social engagement work is the thing that nourishes me mm-hmm. but also the social engagement work is the thing that got me into lecturing okay. because like you know you'll be doing workshops workshops mm-hmm. workshops workshops like and teaching is parallel to yes, what yeah, I mean. Massively. So that's that's literally the thing that got me into teaching. I think deep in my spirit I've always wanted to teach mm-hmm. like my mum teaches, to go I mean, like it's it's something my uncle teaches, it's something that I've seen and enjoyed. Um but yeah, that kind of social engagement work, I just wanna um work with people, not for people. Do you get what I mean, like, let's let's make this. Do you get what I mean? Like, seeing the, like, expertise in local people championing that and stuff like that. What are some of the, your favourite workshops that you've done? Oh, do you, know, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there's, like, a range, you know, a range. I think I've been, like, really lucky to work with, like, such different groups of people. Um, so, like, I've worked with... Some like kind of like, elder people, mm-hmm. and then we've done like, workshop on like food and memory, mm-hmm. and there's stories that will be coming out of that, and then also like, seeing people growing confidence in their drawing, mm-hmm. you know like. Um, Oftentimes when you tell people, okay, yeah, we're going to do some drawing, everyone's like, oh, I can't draw, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm, oh, my me. work, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, just casting people up and be like, do you know what, it's all right to get me, mm-hmm. to, it's literally it's all right, you know. And then also, like, seeing how people become proper proud of their work after. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've really enjoyed. I guess um, with Carneys what I really enjoyed there was that kind of um, lino printing. And then I think we also made, like, some... Like tote bags as well, and seeing the kids like really go in on their design and be carrying it when they leave the youth mm. club. And it's, it's very rare to see little teenage boys Could carrying tote, tote bags. Bag? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like this for you. I like this for you. Also, I did this um, workshop online, you know, during COVID times. Zoom um, in. Yeah, zoom in. And, you know, because it's zoom in, my mom came to join. <laughs> 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 love that, love that. And my mum's drawing, she was cast and my well, mum's drawing was good. Yeah, really? it was good. She drew a little boots and... nah it was nice. So what you... was
0: the workshop about? What <laughs> what did you have to do?
1: you know what, yeah, I think there was a series of prompts to get me, it was like a warm-up bit of the workshop, so a series of prompts, and then we do some drawing in response, and yeah, my mum was proper coming and showing on the camera, and it was was nice, and I've still got pictures of it, it's really nice, so yeah, there's been a range, there's been a range, you know, but also like, just with the young people, I feel like when I do the workshops, I learn so much from them, you Mm. know, I learn so, so much, yeah.
0: It's really interesting, I guess, also, yeah, that element of that exchange. Like, often mm-hmm. it can feel like, or well, it's presented that you're going there to go and enrich these children. But I find that when you are around young people, it's really enriching for yourself. They're, f- first of all, comedians. They're exactly. so funny. Exactly. And I think they keep you young and your perspective fresh. Exactly. It's really a mutual
1: yeah. exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the other day I did a workshop and this young boy, he was like, Miss, you know who you remind me of? The brother from Western. With the locks and the bucket hat. And I said, oh, is it Hallie? And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was screaming. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> they just say anything. It's yeah.
0: so funny.
1: It's yeah. so funny. It's nice, you know. And you know when you tell, like, in the workshop, I like it to be relaxed, so yeah, put on a bit of music, go and put what mm. you want. And they were playing J-Huss and Drake. It's just not J-Huss. It's Dave. No, no, which one? The
0: song Who that just came
1: out, Jay House. Yeah, J House. It's J House, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 And it was nice, it was nice. It's really cute and they have yeah. such different
0: perspectives. Like the other day, um, we have someone working and they were born in 2006. Wow. Which is crazy.
1: The 16 I think. Yeah, 16, yeah. And 17 or, yeah, 2005, wow.
0: 2006. Wow. And I asked them... I, they, we were talking about when we were born. I told them I was, when I was born, and they took a deep breath, which I was highly offended by. But even the different points in which they're engaging with the culture that we're engaging with, like something as very you know generic as and big as Drake. Mm-hmm he was like, yeah, I only thought Drake started making music in like 2015 or Mm. Power being a show that is a throwback to them. Yeah. As I I remember when Power came out, I was excited by it. Yeah. So yeah, it's really funny just to hear what their perspectives um, are.
1: Honestly, honestly. I really, I really, really appreciate that, honestly. I think that's why like, you know, basically when you're an illustrator, like I feel like, Oftentimes I'm just working and it's a bit lonely. It? You're just here drawing, 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 drawing. That's why I like the kind of facilitation aspect of it. That's the, that's my social, mm-hmm. innit? That's where I pop out. Yeah. yeah, like that's where like, you know, the people maybe who like told me to come and commission me, just, like they become my colleagues, mm-hmm. innit? So mm-hmm.
0: it's nice, that social aspect. you know? And it's building that sense of like working community. Exactly, exactly. And kind of, I guess, linked to the last one, but, this time you're the student. Mm. Um, could you tell me a bit about your fourth impression?
1: It's Morel,
0: your personal tutor.
1: Mm, yeah. Cool, cool. So Mireille, she's really great. Um, when I went to Royal College, I think in the first year, they gave us a personal tutor. And in the second year, we could pick our personal tutor. Mm-hmm. And the personal tutors, they did, like, a little, I don't know, a little presentation or something. called they mm-hmm. just introduced themselves. And then later, we can pick. And then that was, like, my top choice. After she done I thing, she was also wearing kickers, you know. Is it? Yeah.
0: Right Me today? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm.
1: came with red kickers. And I think, like, she had, like, a she had a on. And I thought, wow, this okay. baby's lit. Look at her. Look at her. That's lit. And it's just like down to earth, nice, but like, you know, just Mm. I felt comfortable with her and I think in studies, like in that kind of masters and all of that, you know, the places push. I didn't necessarily feel comfortable in the place Mm. to get me. So
0: what about her made you feel comfortable?
1: I just guess the familiarity. The familiarity, do you get what I mean? Um yeah. I I think so I really appreciated her and I think you know, with your work here, like she just she got me. She got me, do you get me? Mm-hmm. And then basically, she was basically, like, when we speak after, she was like, Olivia, do you know what? Your whole time you were there, you knew what you were doing, you just needed someone to gas you a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like I just felt, I felt good with her, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was definitely, like, um, a relationship that I'm really grateful for. Um, and then also, like, I guess since graduating and stuff, I've had little opportunities to do workshops with her mm-hmm. and a bit of teaching with her. So, yeah, that's been really brilliant how do you think
0: her perspective impacted your, like, drawings outside of, like, encouragement? Mm -hmm. Are there, like, any technical things in which she shared Mm -hmm. or, like, anecdotal things Mm -hmm. or just, like, having a sounding board... Mm
1: -hmm i think it was like definitely having that sounding board um when it comes to like ideas and kind of like bridging things and research methodologies, all of that you get know what i mean mm-hmm. um pointing me in like directions like oh yeah check this out and stuff like that and um i guess like really thinking about that kind of human-centered approach to research like how much can you push with it how much can you um, make it your own i think like when I do my teaching a lot of my students they don't enjoy research and I'm like you know what it is you have to find your own way to research Do you get what I mean like making it personal to you how does it actually feel like fulfilling and engaging so I think that's something she really taught me and I guess also like as I was saying about her that like you know like she's just quite laid back approachable and stuff like that and I saw, like, the value of her definitely in the academic space, and I was like, damn, like, Mm. I I would also like to be like that for some people, Mm. like, in the future. So I feel like definitely she's somebody that encouraged me to go into teaching. And
0: you talked a little bit about research. Could you speak Mm. more to your research process? Mm. Like, why is it important to your work, Mm. and how do you go about it? and how has it expanded your work?
1: Mm. I think for me, like, when I talk about research, the first thing I always say is that the drawing I do is also research for me. It's like visual research. And, like, you know, when you, like, bring it together, it's telling stories. Um, And then the second thing is that I'm more interested in kind of the conversation that comes from the drawing rather than the actual final image itself Can you tell me
0: more about that, the conversation that comes from the drawing? Yeah,
1: like, you know, like I think I first saw this like, when it's like, you know, like back in the day, your degree show I know you're showing your work, then people, like strangers come and they start talking about your work, this, this, this and then basically what it was for me is like, you know, when people look at your work and then just start talking like the conversations that Um, maybe one image sparks a memory in their mind Mm. how they share it with the person next to them then that person shares something back and all of that and then I'm also there like listening and I can chip in as well basically that kind of stuff you know maybe like the feelings that it evokes in people it's like it's not per se like oh like the way it's looking it's like what is given. That's the thing that is my priority with my work. And then with research, definitely I prefer to be on site, on location. And I spend most of my time on site, on location, and then the drawing is maybe like 30% of Mm. the process to go. I mean, that's why I think I enjoy working, like, with young people. I like slow work Mm -hmm. to get me, and I think research enables that kind of slow work. And I guess, like... There's different types of research in it. And then as I was saying, like, this is my visual research, the way I do things like collecting Mm -hmm. and responding, you know, having some conversation with myself when I look at the work, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, You mentioned kind of slow work Mm. um, and kind of, I guess, research feeding into that. What are some of the projects that you felt that you have been able to do slow work and been really happy with the outcome of how the whole process has fed in, like one stage has fed into the other and realised what you wanted or maybe something that you were content with?
1: Mm. Oh, that's a big question. I'm going to look at my Instagram to refresh myself. Well, take
0: stuff. your time, take your time. Um, whilst you're refreshing your memory... I would just like to say that um, I really like your trainers
1: thank you you always have
0: <laughs> you always have the best trainers,
1: thank you, Moses thank you Moses um okay. so the trainer today is a little
0: yeah, describe it to us
1: it's Mike Sakai, mm mm-hmm. Um, the purple one. Purple and blue with the orange tick. Mm-hmm. You know, the double sole. Jeez. This shoe is really worn. You get me like... I like the shoes and I like to wear the shoes. The shoe like everyday but steely. Yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Just covered with a little spice. Okay, every, just yeah, a little yeah, something, yeah. for yeah, Exactly, the exactly. And you know what it is? Yeah, like, it's true. Like, to be honest, I should clean the sole a little bit. But it's all right. Shoes are made for wearing, isn't it? But um, when it was my birthday... Um, my friend Ashley, she took me to, like, a sneaker fair. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, like, what would be there. And it. Like, it was my first sneaker fair. And most of the shoe was Jordan 1, Jordan 1, children 1, but just in different, different colours. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, how it's... can this be a sneaker fair when there's only <laughs> one shoe here? What is that? You know, very, yeah, so I was just like, oh. But then I saw this one. Is it? Yeah, and I was like, damn! You know these resellers—they don't wanna be doing too much with yes the money and the prices This one was quite affordable. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, "Oof, that's for me!" And it was my size, and it was the only one God wanted oh, me yeah, to have that, the shoe. That's
0: a, that's, that was divine intervention, right there.
1: How old was I? I think I, that's like my twenty-ninth birthday. I was like, "Yeah, I okay. love this shoe." well. If you're using it if everyday yeah. stompers. Sincerely, I've gone to the beach with this shoe. I okay, love this yeah. shoe. I love this shoe. Oh my! But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got the new Kickers one as well. Yeah, got a, a little
0: lilac kicker. With going the cream on. and the gum. Yes, cream gum, cream laces. Um Olivia is actually one of our well, I say our me and my friend, um our shoe favourites. Oh. She always has the best trainers. <laughs> you see in her work and how she's captured them. Obviously, some of you might have seen her Air Max ninety fives that she'd done with Nike. Oh, that was
1: fun. That was a very, very special project. Okay, do you know what, yeah, the slow project that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think it could be either like the series that I started on house sharing, mm-hmm. and that was in pandemic. So, you know what, yeah, work in pandemic is not easy, So, it's oh. not easy. Um, and, yeah, even finding work ethic in <laughs> that time wasn't easy but i did really enjoy that series um and i do think that definitely like it did begin to like capture platonic intimacy um and then family and all of these types of things so for me like during that time like during pandemic i moved house three like twice Mm -hmm. so i've lived in three houses and i was like oh gosh um but then you know like just thinking about like dynamics as well and then you know also i guess like shifting perspectives as well Mm -hmm. in this housing crisis it's it's like this work is even more pertinent you Mm -hmm. get me and Mm -hmm. i feel like this series it's actually not finished, it's an ongoing thing, do you get what Mm -hmm. I mean? So that work was really interesting for me and also during the process as well, like, you know, like, when you show your housemates, do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, bringing them in on it as well. Um, And I feel like it's also something that helped me bond further with housemates Mm -hmm. too. So that kind of slow project I did really enjoy and I was happy with the outcome.
0: So your last and final... Um, Impression is very special. Um, it's how I met you, mm. how I got to know your work. Um, could you speak more to it and tell us what it's what it is?
1: Okay, so yeah, I'll talk about six weeks. So six weeks is just a bunch of people who be doing different things, but mm-hmm. doing it together and doing it well. And that's something that I'm really grateful for. Um, that thing started a long time ago.
0: Yeah, it was like. 2014 summer.
1: Yeah. Like, we're going into, like, 30 of uni. <laughs> Honestly. It's age, like, ages, ages ago. But, you know, what? yeah, we used to meet every Monday mm-hmm. in one friend's house in the halls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was mad. That was nice.
0: And you didn't even go to Queen Mary, right? No. Because how do you... Know- oh, so
1: I became, like, a member of six weeks by being invited by Charles... You know, good friend Charles. We went to six room together, um, and yeah, he just said, "Oh, do you want to come, come along?" And I don't know, we just—it mm. was—it was loose to get me. It was loose. I said, "Oh, yeah," you know, pull up. It was nice, um, and it was really interesting. I guess, like, got to know a lot of people in one day. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very different. Um and I guess together everybody had ambitions do you get what I mean. And we were young as well. Like you know, when you're just open, oh let's try a thing together I mean. That kind of stuff. And then yeah, we did exhibitions together, um, which was really great. And me myself like you know like all of this poetry spoken word i didn't have no clue babe i didn't have no <laughs> clue about it at all and then now you're surrounded by people sharing yep. their thing in it you know and i was like okay 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 so like i guess i did a lot of learning while i was there too mm-hmm. um then also i guess the thing that was championed there in six weeks and still is i guess is collaboration get what I mean? Like that kind of interdisciplinary collaboration as well. So yeah, that was a fun time. It was like enriching and it's great to see like everybody like on their journeys. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Trying things. And then like the love is like there still for everybody, you know, it's it's really
0: great. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about like having people that you could try thing with like mm it doesn't matter, we're just trying and seeing how it goes. And I think Mm -hmm. that constant exchange that you get, um, that it's like iron sharpens iron. Exactly. And I definitely can relate to what you're saying about that and being in a space that does cultivate that. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, a lot, like you said, collaboration was really important. Like a lot of people used your work as their kind of like posters mm. or you know commissioned mm. you like for instance government tropicana it's mm. got your work on it could mm. you speak more about that um okay. collaboration
1: that was cool that was cool um so yeah government tropicana like some ep um yeah we did the cover together what year was that
0: the project came out 2020 so i guess you guys might have worked on it like During 2020,
1: 2019 times? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool. It was nice. I think it was, like, I had maybe recently moved out, you know, she just came over, you know, for a little dinner, a little lunch or something, and then she she asked me, oh, can you do my thing? And I was like, oh, cool, yeah. You know, so that was nice. Um, And... I guess it was really interesting because you know, Lexi is a cool babe, calm babe. <laughs> and you know me, I like my colors, isn't it? Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. and when you look at government tropical nights, it's grayscale. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. the thing looked nice. The thing looked so nice. So good. And that is, you know what, yeah? You know that kind of thing of what, like, oh, a slow project, slow work. Mm. That was a slow one as well, mm. which was nice. Um, yeah, I enjoyed doing that as well, like getting to listen to the music. And the thing that I like about Lex, and it's not, basically, it's not everybody will do their EP, do you of understand? Course, yeah. But what she's saying in the music, I, I like it. Mm. You get I me? Mean? I like it. I feel like, also like, Maybe, like, some of the things that I try and explore in my work, I feel like she does that, too, in her music, Mm -hmm. and I love that, you know. Um, And then I guess, like, getting to know more about her as well, um, thinking about, okay, what are some of the moments that we can highlight, getting to play with, like, hierarchy in the design, Mm. playing with typography, all of these different types of things. Yeah, that was fun, that was fun. And then it's actually, like, really, like, amazing to have, like... I have her vinyl... At yes, <laughs> same. Yeah, it's like, oh, like you have this vinyl and that's also your artwork on the vinyl. It's the vinyls, the yeah. stickers, the t-shirts. Yeah. Like It's
0: really impressive how... The work has translated in so many different forms, and it mm. still retains its essence and its like vibrancy despite mm. it being grayscale. I think mm. it's something that really it also captured Lex as well, exactly. and like the yeah. image that you drew of her and her sister mm. as well yeah, is yeah, really yeah, beautiful. Yeah. The orange itself, you know, mm. the yeah. Tropicana Gov- carton Gov- as well, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was so well thought out and kind of well stitched together. Mm. Um, and it just brought so much life to the project as well, mm. um, especially visually.
1: It's nice, that like, you know, like sometimes yeah, I go around and you know I do my visiting lectures. People tell me, "Come here and talk about your work." And then when I show that one, people are like, "Oh, that's your work! Oh, I love that! <laughs> album. I love that!" Oh. And I was like, "Oh, amazing! Amazing!" So yeah, it's really cool. It's really really cool, and I feel like. It felt organic. You get yes. me doing it. It wasn't this stress. It just felt organic. And yeah, yeah. That
0: and I think nice. that's really translated. And it and it's interesting how it takes you into a different sphere. Like, you know, you don't work in music, but mm. now that's somewhere that your work is noticed I mean, yeah. and someone can see that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, six weeks is nice. and yeah. it's nice. It's nice. Special. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank
0: you so much, Olivia, for sharing. It's been so wonderful and enriching to hear about your journey and your practice. Is there anything that you've got coming up that you would like to share with us or any you know closing remarks
1: that you have? I'm doing some work that I'm excited about. This one, it's been a little bit slow. A little bit, not too slow, but it's been a little bit slow, and I'm Mm -hmm. really enjoying that. That one will be coming out soon. Um, Closing remarks... Yeah man, it's been nice having a chat. A little chinwag. Yeah, little chinwag. <laughs> it's nice also the questions you've been asking me. Yeah, making me reflect. it's Nice, love it. nice, nice, nice way to spend your afternoon. You know, it's very wholesome. For yeah, love what you guys are doing at home and the way that you've moved and all of this evolved as well. So, yeah Thank man. you
0: so much. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really grateful to have you. Um, yeah, thank you. We're also excited to be launching our new fortnightly newsletter, Writing Home, brought to you by Courtney, Ronan, Shadé, and myself, Hadja, which will include a curated list of to-dos, sees, a thought and more. Sign up via our website. Thank you.